those are usually long and torturous, especially with the scorching sun. The crowd of fuel seekers are agitated and visibly angry, while the fuel attendants are feeling on top of the world because at that point in time, you need them. That exactly is what a fuel scarcity feels like. If you're just starting your day, or if your day is already midweek on, I hope you're making plans to stock up on fuel because scarcity is looming. You are welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Okazi. The thrill of driving comfortably into a fuel station to buy fuel might soon be coming to an end as the Independent Petroleum Marketers Association of Nigeria, IPMAN, in nine northern states have withdrawn their services at depots as a warning strike over non-payment of their bridging claims amounting to 50 billion naira. Are we about to experience another round of fuel scarcity? What exactly is happening? Our energy editor, Simon Echefwon, is right here with us in the studio and is going to tell us in details what exactly is happening. So, um, you're welcome, Simon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, this morning, the IPMAN, which is the Independent Petroleum Marketers Association of Nigeria, mm-hmm. you know, made the call that they have started a three-day warning strike. If the government authorities come to the intervention, perhaps by Wednesday, it will be off. But if it's not, it might be indefinite. And why are they going on the strike? They said about 50.5 or 50.6 billion transport claims have not been paid to them for products supplied from the coastal area, especially in Lagos, to the northern part of Nigeria since January this year. And the agency authority responsible for paying that transport claim is the Nigerian Midstream and Downstream Petroleum Regulatory Authority, NMDPRA. So at Suleja Depot and NMTC Depot in Suleja this morning, the IPMA members were all there, you know, barricading the place, shutting down services. Uh, although the depot is not functional because the pipelines are off, mm. but then that is actually where <clears throat> the space provider is where they park their tankers and everything. So the tankers were all parked. We observed the tankers parked. Some were even coming in and they were loaded with products. And we, to our surprise, the members say they won't go to discharge this product until these claims are paid and that is part of the strike. Now some of those trucks and the products we are designated for Abuja, some designated for Mina, Niger State, some for Kano, Kaduna and the rest. As we speak, they are right there packed. None of them is moving. I said after three days, which is by Wednesday, they don't get to hear anything from the authority, they will continue it indefinitely. And perhaps they might lobby their other members in the southwest. Mind you, this is just the northern mm-hmm. segment of uh, the petroleum marketers that they could involve their n- colleague in the south to join the strike and it will become nationwide. Now, the strike affects nine depots, which are the depots within the northern axis. Now, the northern axis, according to them, is the most hit part because of the distance from Lagos, where Nigeria mostly imports petrol through. Uh, you know, then then delivering up to the hinterland to Borno and other places. So that is why they they said the lack of payment of the bridging claim is taking a toll on them, and they want the government to quickly settle this thing because the money is available. Why are they not getting it? Were you able to speak to some of the union members, and what did they say to you? 
We spoke to the chairman of uh, the Suleja Ipman branch, Alaji Yahaya Al-Hassan, and this is what he has to say. 50.5 billion. So for how long has this money been from which month or two? He, he started paying since when he reported to this uh, regime that has stopped it at December. Up to now, you have to pay any couple to us. With this nine months now, it has not paid us. And we didn't need our money because many of our, our leaders, many of our members, they are, they are down. They are down. They don't have money to operate again. They don't have money to buy new trucks again. Because of that, we need our money. And if we didn't pay our money, we go ahead with him. We are not fearing, we are not fearing anybody, but we are fearing our members. Talk about Kamu, Kaduna, Yola, Beidukuni, and also Joss. All right. Well, that was Alaji Yahaya Al-Hassan speaking. Who else were you able to speak with? We also spoke with the secretary of the Suleja Ipman, Ipman branch, Alaji Mohammed Shuaibu, and this is what he also said. This is the receiving depot. We are no longer loading. Every truck is here today, they have trucks loaded from the down south, from Lagos, Portacot, Mori, they are bringing down here to come and catch them. But what is happening now is this. The question has only, it's this simple, you know, this strike, one strike that we're about going into now, it is something that has been lingering for quite some time now. You see, we are human and we are responsible people. I see no reason why somebody who is doing a business and your business has been crippled. You know, in every nation, what drives the economic is business. We are not agitating, but we understand the peculiarity of this country. This Sulega Depot is the depot that services Abuja. You see the government. It serves Niger State, it serves Kogi State, Nasarawa State, and some part of Kaduna State. But today, if you see, majority of our members are out of this business. Why? This money in question, our members are asking. It is not money. We are not asking the government to do a budget for us. It is money being owned marketers. The head of downstream administration, the chief executive, keeps saying he is paying us. No doubt about that. But it is legal. What we are asking for, where you are owing a marketer to the tune of 100 million, 200 million, this money is his own that has been deducted for you to keep. And in event, give us back our money. The Aquila has been captured. We did this transport. It is not our wish that our money will be lying now in the, under the authority of uh, a mainstream and downstream. If he said he has an evidence that he's paying marketer, fine and good, let him bring it down. We are ready to counter him. And the service has been rendered. Aquila has been captured. You have the detail. There's nothing to do with reconciliation with you. How are you asking us to come for reconciliation when we are no longer analog? We are digital. So from the loading depot to the receiving depot, it has been captured. It's in your system. You know how much you are. That was Alaji Mohammed Shwaibu, the secretary um Suleja chapter of um, Ipman, the Independent Petroleum Marketers Association of Nigeria. All right, um, Mr. Simon, while you were at Suleja, what exactly did you observe? While we were at Suleja, the petrol tankers, some were arriving, mm. but over hundreds were already packed in, okay. you know, tank farms, two, three, four tank farms. Over and they were 100. all loaded? 
Majority of them were told were loaded. We okay. could even feel some, and you could see petrol in them. So that's the observation so far. And the drivers, the mechanics, everybody were just there doing nothing, and that means loss of time also. All right. Um, we're going to get back to this conversation right after the break. Now, if you're just joining us, this is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. We'll go on a quick break. When we get back, the conversation continues. To stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're talking about the looming force casting. And with me, who is throwing more light on it, is our energy editor, Simon Echefwan. Thank you so much for staying with us. Thank you. All right, now let's get back to the reason why this strike is happening, which is the bridging claim, like you mentioned. Now, can you explain to us briefly what exactly this bridging claim means and why are we in this at this point in time? The bridging claim, according to the authority, the Nigerian Midstream Downstream Petroleum Regulatory Authority, is actually an allowance put into the petroleum cost as such that the government will maintain a flat rate of sales, retail sales of petrol across the country. We all know the refineries are not working. Most of the depots, in fact, the depots within, especially the north, are not working because the pipelines have been vandalized. And so NMPC is the sole sup uh, supplier of petrol in Nigeria. And when it imports this petrol, it has its depots and other depots in Lagos, private depots too. When they give this, the tanker drivers, the marketers who buy this product will have to get tankers to ferry them to any other place in the southeast, in the south-south, northeast, and every other place. Now, if they do this, you know the kilometers matter. Mm. Someone who is in Lagos, maybe 30, 50 kilometers, he has arrived his destination, the fear station where he's supposed to discharge. Someone who is in Abuja, take for instance, will have to travel over 800 or maybe 700 kilometers to get to Abuja to discharge at the filling station of designation. Now, the cost payable to the tanker driver it's not the same. The cost incurred by the marketer is not the same. So the government, to ensure that everybody in Nigeria get this petrol at the designated price template, government pays a bridging claim, I think of 35 naira per kilometer, mm. to the transporters and the marketers okay. to bridge this distance. That is what is referred to as bridging claims. Now, the union is not talking about the money needed to be paid for petroleum lifting or whatever. They are talking about the money that should be paid as a differential. It's more like a subvention for mm -hmm. transport. But what they are saying is that this is not subsidy and it is not captured in any budgetary uh, you know, template because the bridging claim is managed by a fund, the Petroleum Equalization Fund. That was what it was until, I think, September last year when the Petroleum Industry Act came up and uh, the new agencies came on and, uh, you know, they merged some of these agencies. And we now have what we call the Nigerian Midstream and Downstream Regulatory, uh, Petroleum Regulatory Authority, which now manages this fund. The bridging claim is fully documented. Okay. There is even a portal it has even gone beyond manual to a portal system, which okay. is called the Project Aquila. Okay. Now, where Project Aquila is a tracking system where NMPC and the regulators of the petroleum industry, the downstream segment, which is the NMDPRA, says why, when you load, they input how, how many qu uh, quantity of petrol you have loaded, and then they track it until you deliver that. So they have the data, they have the statistics. But 
To be fair also to the NNDPRA, uh, I think uh, recently the management came out to say they have paid much more uh, uh, bridging claims than even the previous uh, era of the Petroleum Equalization Fund. So, and that they are processing this. And they ask that if these unions who claim their money has not been paid uh, are still having issues, they should come over so that they can reconcile. But the unions, in a reaction, said, you had, you were the one that took this thing from a manual system to a digital system, okay. and you're tracking all this. Why do you need reconciliation? You already know the reconciliation. You know how much you pay us. Do you think um, this bridging claim is something that should keep happening? Because what if this body doesn't have what it takes to meet up with the regular payment now? As an energy editor, one who has observed how this works both within and outside Nigeria, do you think this standard should be maintained or an alternative should be found? The PIA as it is does not support any of these things. In July, the, uh, the, the marketers or whoever announced a price increase in petrol mm -hmm. and you could see what it is. It it's the first time we are having mm -hmm. segmented, segmented yes. Uh, yes, a petrol price uh, template. And uh, so if this has come to stay, then why is there a need for bridging claims? That is what I will ask because you should allow them, if they tell you they're going to sell at 800 naira per liter and you have allowed it, because the Minister of State for Petroleum Resources said so far the government has not hiked petrol price. He mentioned that early last month, but the marketers did. That's what he said. And if the marketers did, the same, every other person complies with it and the government is not taking action. So why do you need to pay the same marketers bridging claims starting from August? For me, that's a view. The fact is, these people are complaining of bridging claims accumulating right from December, December 2021 up to now. For me, I don't think the bridging claim should be an issue anymore if this variegated template, a present template, is already, you know, in place and, it, yeah, and it's being used. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Simon, for joining us. Thank you. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Mr. Simon, once again for joining us. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production, and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossproud.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You can also listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Eula, Unity FM, 93.3 in Joss and Badeki Radio, 90.1 in Mina. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comments, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390 or you can reach us via social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Mm -hmm.